get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Joe Vitale on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line as we head into the Blues booth. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Randy, doing terrific. Michelle, good morning to you both. Hey, I want to start with this. As a sports fan and as an athlete, would you rather have your favorite team or the team that you're playing on great superstar player a year too early or a year too late? Oh, definitely a year too late, I would think, because then you're then you're always asking you'll never be asking the what if questions, right? I mean that's that to me is is what it would be, but uh, that that that's a good one. I've never given that one. Too awful much thought, you know. Uh, to me, I, I look at and I look at how you can look at this Petrangelo thing, and 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 my gut's telling me that in two or three years, guys, we're going to be saying we're going to be saying I'm really glad we let go of them when we did. I'm that's that's where I'm at. I just I, I got a good feeling about where this team is going to be trending with this whole situation. But no, that's that's a good question. I'm gonna, I'm going to give that one a little bit more thought. Joey, we have a lot of questions facing the Blues as they enter this next season. And the more I keep weighing different things, do you think it's fair to say that so much of their success next season is going to boil down to what Jordan Bennington can be? Well, yeah, I mean, always. Always the goaltender is going to be in the spotlight. Um, So, I mean, you ask any team across the league and you ask them who's going to be a huge player for you this year, and and they'll always go right to the goaltender, and that's the position. And that's the position he signed up for, and that's where the pressure comes from. Listen, this kid's had two incredible years, well, I guess a year and a half of amazing hockey. You know, he had one little blimp there in the, in the bubble in Edmonton. He had a two-week stretch where he wasn't himself, and now the doubters come, come creeping back in. That's hockey, that's goaltending, that's sports. What are you going to do about it? But, you know, for me, from what we've seen over the last year and a half, there's no reason to doubt that he's not going to be that same consistent, just nails-to-the-wall goaltender that we've seen for the majority of his time here in St. Louis. You know, another guy to keep an eye on, uh, it's going to be Billy Huso. I know, and, and a lot of Blues players, uh, Blues fans, excuse me, don't know much about this young young fella. And Jake Allen, I remember having a conversation with him before, uh, sometime around Christmas last year, and we were talking about Billy, and, and he said something pretty profound about our new backup, who will see who will see games this year, by the way, because of how condensed this schedule is going to be. You're going to rely on your backup. So Billy Huso, according to Jake Allen, has some tools and has some mechanics and some techniques that Jake Allen says he's never, he's never seen before. And we were having a great conversation outside the stall about it. And he said, Joey, honest to God, I don't know if anyone has uh, the capability and the potential. I've never seen a goalie with his tools like this before. And this is with Jordan Bennington here. This is with Jake Allen, a veteran of the league who's been around a long time. So a pretty profound statement about the Blues' new backup, who we haven't seen a lot of this year. We haven't seen a lot of last year. Uh, he had a couple of some injuries a little bit here and there. We've seen him a couple times in camp. But this young guy, I tell you what, even if Jordan Bennington has a couple spells where he gets a little bit loosey-goosey and he lets some, he lets gets a little leaky, which it's, he's going to happen. He's a human. 
you do have a great backup, I believe, uh, in Billy Huso with about three and a half to four million dollars cheaper than you would have had for Jake Allen. So I think it's a pretty smart move overall by by Doug Armstrong. Joey, from a team standpoint, when you've got a group of veterans and a young player like Huso walks into the dressing room, how do you determine what his nickname is? <laughs> well, it, it has to end in an it or an e, uh, pretty much. Like I was Vitz. And then, but for the most part, Randy, you got to go with a, an it's an E or an O. Those, those are the kind of, it's almost like if you're Italian, you know what I mean? Every name's got to be ending in a vowel. I okay. think you got to say so. So for Huso, I, I would say Hughes or, or, um, I, I was thinking Hughes. Makes, I was thinking Hughes or uh, Hughes the Moose. My mind want to go Hughes the Moose <laughs> well, right away. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm excited about? I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I'm excited to bring back a little. Ooh, in a stadium. Remember the old days when Isaac Bruce would catch like a 20-yard pass? Mm-hmm. Everyone oh, yeah. was like, Bruce. I think Huso could be the guy. Imagine him, making a, imagine him making a big save, and you hear the, the home crowd at Enterprise Center, a yeah. packed building, huge. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Every now and then, you got to name it in, the, in sports that you can pull that off, and, and I think it could be him. So, yeah, Hus, Huso, Huso, uh, Hugo Boss, Huso Boss. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's got to be short. It's got to be condensed. It can't be more than two syllables, and generally it has to end in a vowel. Okay, let's keep spitballing here, Joey. Now, what would Randy Small, Michelle Allman's hockey na- nicknames be? We need a hockey nickname generator here. Easy. Randy character would be Carrie. Not that one's easy. Uh, Carrie. Uh, Michelle Small. You'd be Smalls. Of course, Smalls. That's easy. This is this is way too easy. So I guess that kind of debunks my, my theory about ending in a vowel, but you'd be Smalls. <laughs> And then uh, Randy would be, uh, he'd be Carrie, absolutely. Oh. Carrie, all right. Yeah, so we got this figured out. So it's uh, Smalls, Carrie, and Vitz. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, the, 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 best, the best nickname, I think, in the NHL right now ongoing, uh, Thomas Tatar, who uh, just finished up with Montreal last year. He's been in the league a long time. I was with him briefly in Detroit when I got, when I got traded up in there. Uh, Thomas Tatar, his nickname is, get this, Tuna. Now, how did we get to tuna? Yeah. Oh, tar- tuna tatar. Tuna is the tartar. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They call him tuna. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty clever one. I like that one. That's like uh, Keith Kachuk. That, that was one of my favorites, too. And I think Eddie Olchick gave him Walt because there was an old Rangers player in the 70s named Walt Kachuk. Different spelling. Uh, so Keith Kachuk walks into the room as a rookie in Winnipeg, and uh, Eddie Olchick says, calls him Walt. And that's how he became I, Walt forever. And you know what? And, and, and Keith Kachuk... Keith Kachuk had those big uh, um, uh, bathrobes. He would just wear those the old school, old school style in the locker room. So he kind of, he kind of looked like when I think of an old, like rich man in his like huge mansion up in the up in Vail, Colorado, in, in a bathrobe. <laughs> I, I think I think his name's probably Walt or Walter. So I think the Walt thing kind of kind of fit really well. Um, the only nickname that really stuck with me uh, before uh, before I became Bits or Bitsy, my whole childhood I was known as Spitz. I had a, a minor league coach at Afton Americans. He called me Spitz, and that was my nickname until I was about 17 years old. And I didn't realize it until years down the road. But when I was a kid, he goes, "You're Spitz," and I was like, "Why?" He goes, "Do you know who Mark Spitz is?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "He's an Olympian. He's a diver, an Olympian diver. And all you do all, all over the ice, all you do is just go 100 miles an hour and dive and just blow blow crap up." And I was like, "All right." So I was going to Spitz. I thought out last year Mark Spitz was a swimmer. Yeah. He wasn't even a diver. <laughs> and a seven-time like, gold medalist. Yeah. I'm like, this whole time I was deceived. Mark Spitz was a swimmer. 
Unbelievable. I think I think my uh, I think my coach had one too many martinis before practice that day. <laughs> hey Joey, before we let you go, yesterday it was officially announced that the Winter Classic involving the Blues and the Wild has been postponed for a year. I guess the question is, your best guess as to when we might play hockey again? You know, I saw that announcement. We kind of saw that coming, but you know, the the official announcement always stinks probably a little bit. You know, and the thing is, the Blues aren't even guaranteed to be the opponent. Uh, I think it's assumed right now, but there has been no guarantee that uh, if Minnesota and when they do in, two, in 2022 do get this game back, if it will be the Blues. Now, we sure hope it is, but there's been no official announcement. So keep your fingers crossed if you're a Blues fan for that. You know, when will hockey start again? Jeez, I mean, it is. there's just so much involved. There's, there's a great little um, kind of – blueprint of new uh, divisions i'm sure you guys have seen on social media which is interesting it's all pretty much predicated on the fact you can't cross the border so the nhl has kind of come up with this 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 new platform well if we can't cross the border canadian can't come to usa usa can't go to canada canada well we're gonna have to make a division in canada all the teams in canada are going to play each other and then the usa are going to battle it out so what they did was all the canadian teams are in one division so it stretches across the entire country yeah i feel sorry for vancouver they're gonna have some tough travel if this is the, yeah. if this is the way it's going to go uh, got to go, gotta go all the way out to Montreal and Ottawa. Uh, and then, so the Blues, uh, which is the most important because they're the best team in the world, and they're our favorite team, they're, they're going to be the Southern Division. So we're with, you know, the Floridas and the Carolinas and the Nashvilles, which will be great. I'm really excited because Detroit's going to be now in our division if this, if this holds up, which we can get some old blood, no rivalry back into that and that matchup, Chicago and then Columbus as well. Of course, a bunch of the teams in the East will battle it out. And then in Minnesota, Dallas, Colorado will join all the Californias with Vegas. So it is, it is an interesting blueprint. I wonder if we're going to see that. I wonder if it's going to be more of a baseball-like schedule where you know, Carolina will come to St. Louis, and instead of playing one game, we may see them play the Blues three or four times in a matter of six or seven days. It may be more of a packed schedule. like, like when the, I've heard a lot of rumblings about that. I've heard that. I've also heard possibly uh, a lot of players I've talked to have said that there's this um, proposal that – You'll go to every city once. Every team will go to every city once, and you'll play like a two-week bubble in that city. Then you're going to go home to your home city and have a week off at your home before you go to the next city. Uh, I'm telling you now, guys, if, if that's the case, you may not see hockey this season because the players are so gung-ho about not doing any more bubbles. This bubble thing in Edmonton and Toronto, this set them back, and they are still feeling it. I think a lot of things were promised and guaranteed for them, excursions, fly fishing, golf. They were not delivered because they want to keep people safe. You see why the league did it. But I think the players feel a little deceived. That was, I mean, two and a half, three months away from your family and friends. I mean, that is a long time. So I do not believe the players are going to be willing to do any kind of bubble situation. So I, I think it's going to have to work. Um, the one thing I did see today, a report from the Toronto Sun, I think Forbes did a nice article on it, just caught it this morning, was that Canada is considering um, getting rid of the 14-day quarantine and making it a rapid test uh, situation at the airport, which could be huge news for all the Toronto sports, of course, and all across the NHL the Raptors, the Blue Jays, all that kind of great stuff. So if Canada can lower that 14-day quarantine and then open things up for a quick rapid test for the NHL teams, that is much more promising. Uh, but I, I'm sure hoping that you know February 1 is, seems to be the new target date. Uh, they push back to January 1. I, I don't think it's going to happen mid-January. I just think that's not enough time for teams to get together, have camp. So I'm looking at a February start date. I shorten, It'll be a shortened season like we saw in 13-14, something like a lockout where you're playing 50 to 60 games. Keep in mind, we're, we're up against the clock because the Olympics next summer. We can't be running too much into July and August for obvious reasons. So I've heard that June 30th will be the unofficial end date. So they have to get things in before June 30th. 
So the quicker the better, guys. I'm thinking probably sometime in February. All right, Joey V, have a great weekend. Thanks for your time. Michelle, Randy, you guys have a great day as well. Enjoy this. Uh, enjoy a little bit before the rain hits this weekend. It'll be good, though. Will do. That is Joey Vitale. He's our buddy, Blues Analyst on 101 ESPN. Coming up, we've got The Fight on Carriker and Smallman.